Hello, sweet people of Earth. This is P. Schwartz, back with another installment of PPC. Tonight's program deals with some very heavy and bloody subject matter. And no, I'm not talking about menstruation. I'm talking about vampires. I'm talking about addiction. Heroin addiction, to be more specific. What follows is a tragic story about a man who you may recognize from television. He is a dramatic actor named Baxter Paul Jones. For the last two years, Baxter has played a supporting role in the ABC sports drama Slam Dunk. If you are unfamiliar with that program, it's about a ragtag group of basketball players who dribble their way up from the streets to college to the NBA. But what does this all have to do with vampires? Well, I'm getting there. And perhaps the best way to introduce you to the chaotic story that follows is to play for you a recording from last Tuesday. I was getting set up in my new unauthorized detective office downtown. I left the freshly painted door open and sat at my desk waiting for the paint to dry. I gave myself a pat on the stomach and began to think about what I wanted to eat for lunch. And then, all of a sudden, a beautiful woman, dark and mysterious, and dressed in a long trench coat, came storming into my office, radiating an aura of reckless detectivism. Here's the recording from that very moment. Hey there, I'm looking for Pete Schwartz. You him? Who's asking? Special Agent Morgan, P.I. Here's my badge. That's not a badge, that's a gun. Damn straight, it's the only badge I've ever needed. And what can I do for you, detective? I'm looking for a man named Baxter Paul Jones. You know him? Um, you mean that guy from the basketball TV show? Exactly. He's been missing for two weeks. His family got in touch, and I'm afraid they fear the worst. Please, detective, have a seat. Uh, can I get you a coffee? Sure. Black. No sugar. No cream. No mug. Just give me the whole damn pot. So, what, you just want to drink it right out of the pot? Yeah, is that a problem? Um, no, no, I mean, whatever floats your boat. Just, uh, be careful. It's hot. You think I don't know that? <coughs> oh yeah, that burns good. So, I'm, cu I'm curious, what brings you to Nova Scotia? I just told you, the actor. He's become a big shot in Hollywood, you see? He's young, he's handsome, he's rich, and he's gone Hollywood. Schwartz, he's full on Hollywood. Now think for a second. What do all the big time Hollywood actors have in common? They work really, really hard, and they deserve every penny they make. Nope, guess again. They are, um, oh, they're all addicted to heroin. Bingo. Heroin addicts. Every last one of them. 
Okay, so you think he's here because of Nova Scotia's endless supply of quality heroin. Exactly, and the dens. Don't forget, Nova Scotia has the best damn heroin dens in North America. He's either here, or he's doing one hell of a job hiding in L.A. I figured since I was coming here, I'd better stop by and ask you for a hand. I mean, you know the province. You know the paranormal, so what the hell? Let's collaborate. Pay is good. But wait, uh, wait, what's so paranormal about a heroin addict? Oh, I forgot to mention that. I have reason to believe that Baxter shared a needle with a vampire and ejected himself with vampire blood. So, he's a vampire now. Oh, shit. That sucks. It sucks. <laughs> you can say that again. There's nothing worse than a heroin-addicted vampire basketball television actor. I would argue that your average cokehead is a lot worse, but yeah, vampire junkies are a close second. Where do we start? I was about to ask you the same thing. Well, there's a motel just off Goddard Street. Rumor around town is that the hotel manager rents out the basement to junkies, and believe it or not, the immortal undead. I think we should start there. What's this place called? They call it the Comfort Inn. Let's roll. And so, Detective Morgan and I joined forces. Time was not on our side. So, I suggested we split up. I pointed her in the direction of the Comfort Inn, and I drove out to another rumored vampire junkie hotspot. A strange and mysterious place called Spry Town. There was an abandoned apartment tucked away behind the South Center Mall, and I was fairly certain that any vampire junkie visiting Spry Town would make this place their prime destination. But before entering the premises, I would have to arm myself with a machine gun and a bulletproof vest and some hand grenades. Lucky for me, the pawn shop was still open. Meanwhile, Detective Morgan was having a talk with the assistant manager of the Comfort Inn. Here is a recording of the interrogation. Uh, I'm, I'm sorry, ma'am, but I'm not allowed to give out any information about the guests who stay here. Listen to me, you piece of human garbage. I want answers and I want them now. Understand? If you don't tell me everything I want to know, this whole place will be swarming with feds within the hour and your whole operation gets shut down. Now what's it going to be? Operation? No, I'm telling you for the last time. This is just a comfort inn. It's not a heroin den. There's, it's, there's no vampires living in our basement. Likely story. Would you like to search the basement again? There's nothing down here. I'm telling you, it's just an urban legend. Names, then. I want you to look up one name and tell me if he's staying here. <sighs> okay, okay. I'll just grab the guest list here. Um, here. Look, this is every guest who has stayed with us over the last month. And so, um, so what was the last name again? Jones. Jones. Jones, okay, I've got a David Jones listed here. Uh, I got a Mary Jones on the 16th, and, um... The name's Baxter, damn it. 
Baxter Paul Jones. You know, from TV. Sorry, I don't watch TV. Ugh, I hate people who say that. Hmm. Okay, okay. Um. Oh, here we are. Yes, I've got a Basketball Jones. You've got a Baxter Paul Jones? Uh, I've got a Basketball Jones. They checked in on the 21st. What? No, it's Baxter Paul Jones. Oh. Oh, well, I don't see a Baxter Paul Jones. Perhaps he signed in under an alias. Actors do that all the time. No, that's stupid. You're stupid. He would never do that. Okay, fine, but who in the heck is named Basketball Jones? No human man has ever been named Basketball Jones. Well, clearly, it's someone's name. It says so right there. Please get out of my office. I have work to do. <sighs> Touche, hotel manager. Touche. At first glance, the building seemed all clear. Lots of empty liquor bottles and a few syringes on the floor, but no people. The upstairs units were empty, and all was quiet and dark. I walked out the front door onto the creaky, rotted wood of the porch, and I heard a faint moan from down below my feet. Then I noticed a cellar door on the side of the building. The door was open, so I got out my trusty flashlight and took a look inside. On the cellar floor were more liquor bottles and syringes. I took a few shaky steps down the stairs and shone my flashlight on a pile of dead rats. Then. I heard a horrid voice whisper to me. I saw a naked corpse lying face up on the cement floor. I trembled as I looked closer and noticed bite marks on its neck. The skin was all gray with black veins. Pointing the flashlight lower now, I saw a syringe sticking out of its arm. I squinted through further darkness. The sweet and sour stench of death hung ripe in the stale air. I tripped over another body. But this one was alive. He looked like a skeleton and he had no teeth, but he was alive. And when his eyes began to glow red, I was like, oh shit, this guy is probably a vampire and I began to uncontrollably spit in his face. The vampire junkie hissed at me, and he offered me oral sex in exchange for money, and he crawled after me on all fours, and he bit me on the leg. I panicked and kicked him in the face until he stopped moving. Then, I heard his voice. He was close. That unmistakable voice from television.
I've shown my light in the corner of the den. And there he was crawling out of his cardboard coffin. I did get a chance to record some of my interaction with Vampire Jones. And I will play that tape for you right now. Baxter, your family needs you. They will help you through this. Trust me. I am so hungry. So thirsty. I want to drink your blood. And then I want to spit out your blood into a paper cup. And then I want to mix your blood with my heroin. And then I want to get high. I'd rather you didn't do any of that. Have you ever tried heroin? Um, no. Well, then here you go, friend. Have a little taste. Uh, oh, okay, what the hell? Just one hit wouldn't hurt. Yeah. Yeah, there you go. Just get the syringe and just get the needle here. Oh, shit. That's pretty great. Fields feels great. It feels so great. And so, then I passed out for like half an hour. I woke up to the moaning sound of the vampire Junkie Jones drooling on the back of my neck. It was about to drink from me. With all my strength, I ran over to grab my machine gun. We struggled, and the vampire tried to take the gun away from me, but I wrestled it from its grasp and I opened fire. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Die. 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 I must have pumped at least 5,000 rounds into that thing, but still, it wasn't enough. I reached into my backpack and took out a wooden stake. It was time to try the oldest trick in the many, many vampire books. The ghastly creature cowered down and crawled up the wall, Dracula style. My flashlight lost juice and it was all pitch black once again. I listened. I listened. And I felt the creature's presence right there.
my god, are you okay? You look like a vampire. I think I may have caught the virus, but I'm sure it's nothing a little vitamin C won't fix. I don't think you understand how vampires work, Pete. Yeah, no, not really. Anyway, Baxter is totally dead. He tried to kill me, so I shot him. But he didn't die. So then I drove a stake through his heart. Damn. Hey, that's life, you know? Sometimes people die, you hear me? Yeah. Yeah? Yeah. Where's the body? Dissolved into ashes. Typical. Well, it was good working with you, Schwartz. You're one hell of a PI. Here's your paycheck. I've got to go to the United States of America. Good working with you too, Detective. Call me anytime you need a hand. Yeah. Yeah, maybe I will. Maybe I will. That's it for tonight's show, people. The vampires have all fallen asleep, and the city once again feels a little more safe. Special thanks goes out to Detective Morgan. Looking forward to working with you again, Detective. For anyone who's curious, I don't think that I'm a vampire. I believe I dodged a bullet there, actually, but uh, I am now quite fond of the drug heroin, and I think it's something that I can comfortably work into my life. So that's good. I, I like to try new things. Anyhow, this is Pete Schwartz, signing off. And hey, go to bed, won't you? It's getting late, and I don't, I don't know about you, but I'm up way past my bedtime. I feel the walls closing. I mean, what I meant to say was, I think that it would be good for me to